Today we're being joined by former Swans AFRW player Jenny Higgins. Jenny, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. All right, so obviously from Ireland. So obviously, how was the jump to play footy and obviously join the Swans? Was it a tough move to eventually join the club at that point? Um, yeah, I suppose it was um, a bit of a whirlwind, really. Um, around this time last year um, was when I got the call to to think about joining the Swans and um, I think it just snowballed from there. So, yeah, it was a big move, um, I suppose, coming into the game relatively kind of naive, not knowing much about the game and um, being a really established and experienced player in my own field um, and then going into a beginner for AFLW was um, a challenge, but one I really enjoyed. What were some skills that you feel that they got the Swans' attention in the sports you're playing in, at home in Ireland? Yeah, I guess for, for all Irish girls, and I suppose myself was probably no different, um, um, they see us as, you know, huge athletes, um, our speed, our power, our agility, um, what we bring to the game, I guess our running as well, our two-way running as they call it in, in Oz is is um, really elite, you know, we're, we're so used to getting up and down the ground continuously, there's no real stoppages in our game, and um, I suppose that brings um, huge advantages to the team. Um, as well as that, you know, we have um, marking or catching in our game as well. And, um, you know, the kicking is be quite similar as well. And the patterns of play or the movements as well um, will be quite similar. guess when you throw an over ball into it, though, it does uh, pose huge difficulties and challenges. So that's probably where the the challenges lie for, for the transfer over. Sure. So obviously, how was the processing getting picked? Obviously, it was it's an interesting to see a tough decision to make. But um, when it got official, uh, how did you react to getting told that it's, you're going to get the gig there this once yeah it was so surreal like it's um even now it's hard to believe that i was there like it's it's a uh, dream come true you know for i suppose we play at an amateur level here so to be um off the professional sporting contract is things you you can't even dream of when you're a young girl so um mm. being being the first um contracted for my my own county or my my team here as well was a huge honor and i suppose you felt a kind of sense of responsibility to go out there and represent not only your own club here but also your um, country because the Irish girls that went out have all done so well and um, so I was delighted and Sydney Swans is such a renowned club you know everybody here knows it um, and has heard of it so to be actually drafted for the for the Sydney Swans was a huge honour. Yeah. So obviously there's a lot of Irish players these days obviously in the men's competition but there's a lot more common now in the women's competition I know North Melbourne got Neve Martin, Erica O'Shea who are doing really well there, uh, Ashling Maloney there's a fair few players all Lally as well there's so many of them in must be good to see a lot of Irish girls representing in the AFLW as well. Yeah, it's fantastic. I guess like with the Irish girls, you know, we have a huge, um, a, a huge role to play in the sport at the moment, and it comes from years and years of our practice over here in Ireland. Um, you know, we start playing from when we're four or five years of age, and um, and as I said, it is an amateur level, but we train at such a high level over here. And it's great then to see, you know, that we can compete with the highest level in Australia as well and that we can compete with the professional athletes over there. So um, there's 34 Irish girls, um, there were 34 Irish girls in the league in 2023. And I yeah. definitely think that con will continue to rise. That's, that's a good thing. And now, obviously, this was the first year at the Swans. So I know it's a tough time to move on, but how was the opportunity, I suppose, better than nothing, I suppose, but a good experience as well? Yeah, so I guess um, I had a, an amazing experience. So I've, I've the best, myself and my husband moved over at the end of May and we've had the best seven months of our lives. You know, um, as I said, the Swans have been amazing. They've been fantastic from 
even making the transition over, they couldn't do enough for us. And we've had the, the best time with them. You know, we really have a home away from home there in the Swans. And uh, I guess mm. I was just learning the game and um, was just coming into my own when I um, hurt my knee. Um, so it was very unfortunate. I actually was possibly due to make my debut in the, in the coming weeks before or after I hurt my knee. Um, and then, of course, that sport for you. And then out of nowhere, I did my ACL. So that could have pulled the rug from under my feet. But um, yeah. look, like I, like that, it doesn't take away from the experience that we've had. Um, but I guess timing of it meant that um, to take the 12 to 18 months out would mean I'd miss the entire season for next season. So uh, unfortunately, it meant I couldn't be in the plans for the Swans. But um, my time there has been fantastic. And, you know, I hold all of those people and my teammates, management, even the, the culture of the Bloods there, the, the, um, from Tom Hardy all the way down, you know, hold them very dear and um, would definitely see that they are home away from home over there. Sure, I've had a fair few senior players on. I think I've probably had seven, and just let's just partly shows how how good of a culture they got and how opening they are, and they actually you know care about everyone as well through any any other roles as well. How was the? Who were some players at the club that you got along with pretty well at the Swans? Oh gosh, I could name all thirty three of them because or thirty two <laughs> because you know really um everybody went out of their way to make me feel so welcome and um you know they. Within a couple of weeks of arriving there, it felt like I had been there my whole life. Um, and that's testament, I suppose, to the characters that are within the team. Um, so it is very hard. I couldn't really pick out one or two because I have there are so many dear friends there. But um, like like even from Chloe and Lucy as co-captains all the way down, um, you know, there's so many amazing people and amazing characters within the squad. And very fortunate to have um, I've met those people and, and consider them friends. You mentioned before too with the ACL. How's how I know it's early days, I suppose, but how's the recovery going in that for you? It's going really well, actually. So um, I'm twelve weeks post up um, from yesterday, um, so I guess the first couple of weeks are really difficult. Um, I've never really had a serious injury, so again, very fortunate to to reach thirty one and never really have a serious injury. Um, so um, I guess this was just my turn and um, my time to have to to go through this. So I'm. Um, the first couple of weeks were very challenging because you go from the peak of your powers to not being able to lift your leg off the, the bed. So that was quite a, a difficulty. But I guess in the last couple of weeks, you know, the SNCs and the physios within the Swans have really pushed me on and um, they've been absolutely amazing. I can't thank them enough. And um, I'm back in doing kind of more substantial weights now and um, jumping and landing. So, yeah, really, really well. I think it's as good as it could be at the moment. Um, so fingers crossed it continues to go that way. So what what do you feel is next for you? Are you more focused on the recovery than kind of figure it out after that process? Or have you got an idea what you want to do when you come back? Um, I don't actually. Um, I get. I, I think with the, the ACL, it's such a kind of an up and down kind of uh, road that you can't really look too far ahead. So, you know, ideally, like you'd be back in 12 months and back to the best you were actually. With most ACL um, injuries, you actually come back better and stronger and fitter and faster because you have the the rehab is so challenging and it um you know you have to really immerse yourself in it um but because it's such a kind of up and down road I, I try not to look too far ahead so for me it's just one week at a time like obviously um would love to get back play for my local community club here which I'm very passionate about Clannagale and then. Um, my own county and you know uh, Roscommon would love to get back there and even maybe play some AFL 
W again at some stage. But yeah. um, all of that is kind of very far in the future at the moment. And at the minute, I just need to focus on kind of getting myself back on the field running and then twisting turns and then uh, to contact and see where that takes me. Obviously, the team senior, they had a really terrific year in their second season in the competition. Obviously, not winning their game in their first year and then being so well this year, then winning a final as well. How did you assess the team's year? I think we just grew um, from the very first week that I arrived. I feel like week after week, we just grew and grew and grew. And um, not just, I suppose, on the field, but off, also off the field. Um, you know, really, um, I suppose, working on that blood culture and like everybody getting around each other and really becoming one big family. Uh, and I think that, that was evident as the year progressed. You know, that really, that bond off the field and on the field really started to grow. Um, I suppose with such a young group as well, they had such belief. Um, the, you know, there was huge belief in the squad and Scott and Devo and all the management team. You know, they had huge, instilled huge belief in us. And um, I think that was testament to how far we actually went this year. You know, if you match belief mm. with, you know, talent and a huge work ethic, you know, you, who knows what can what you can achieve. What were some key, particularly games or moments throughout the season that you thought, this is a team that in their second year, the a lot of a young team and they're bloody good and they can get to the position where they ended up going to. Was there any key games earlier the year or even late against Collingwood in particular? Um, so the first win was huge, obviously, against the Giants. Giants. Um, yeah. But we, we kind of all felt that that was brewing. Um, you know, we, we kind of we kind of felt that that was coming. But for me, I think when I look back on the season, I think of my proudest moment um, was probably the Collingwood game. Um, you know, Collingwood mm. were a huge um, team in the competition for years and um, the performance that day was phenomenal and um, every player, you know, from the very start to the very end, um, left, gave it everything. And um, I guess that was kind of, for me, the turning point in being like, yeah, we can compete with the best of the teams here in this competition. Sure. So who, who's some players individually at the club that you feel um, had a really good season in terms of like, in terms of expectations, I suppose, some young players like Sophia Hurley had a breakout season, having a rising sun. Any players like Sophia or anyone in that kind of area that have shot up and done really well? Yeah, like there's so many stars in the, in the club and um, and rising stars and Sophia will be definitely one of those when I think of it. Um, Laura Gardner as well had a fantastic season. Yeah. Um, Chloe Malloy is just an absolute superstar. Um, you know, even the... The way she goes about her business is just, you know, she's a real role model for everybody. Um, again, both on the field and off the field. Um, I think even like from the back line, it was great to see someone like BT or Brenna Tarrant get, uh, get a bit of recognition as well. Um, you know, she has been so solid all year and such a lovely person as well. Um, so delighted to see her have such a great season. And I guess from, I'm a little bit biased with this one, but my, my own... Um, Irish woman, Tanya Kennedy, I think she had an absolutely fantastic season. And um, a lot of the work Tanya does goes a little bit unnoticed because um, yeah. it, not, it doesn't necessarily be um, stats um, that she gets for her work. But without her, the team doesn't function. So she usually takes out the, the best player on the opposition. And she's done it so effectively this year in her first season at AFLW. So hugely proud of her. And um, I'm so excited to see even what she does for next season. Absolutely. You mentioned Tanya. She had a great year, as you said, like a shutdown role. That, those type of the players are generally the ones that don't get as noticed as much as they probably should as well. And then obviously you mentioned Laura Garner. I had Scotty Gowans on a few weeks ago, and he said when they brought Laura across from Geelong, they probably planned to play as a small forward. And I think it was in either a scrimmage match or something like that or a training session. She played as a small forward, and they put her into the midfield. And and then she demanded, she said, I'm staying in this position. And she had a terrific season, and she could have really won the beaner for the end of the year for the competition. Yeah, absolutely. And she won it for the club, of course, but she was very close 
um, to the overall as well and well deserved because yeah she's just a fantastic person and a fantastic athlete she's on. For sure and you mentioned BT Brenton who I've had on a few times as well and really reliable defender and uh, probably didn't get recognised as much too in the All-Australian squad at the bare minimum. Yeah definitely um, again a lot of time with defenders as well like um, what they, they, their role that they play it doesn't necessarily always show up in the stats I think sometimes we can get bogged down with stats but um, again without BT in the squad doing what she does like the, the team wouldn't function so very fortunate to have her on the squad Sure definitely now what was some nicknames you got at the club that you were either happy with or you weren't fond of with? Uh, for me I didn't have too many nicknames so it was, it was good um, it was actually part of one thing that I found was a bit bit strange um coming from Ireland we don't really have nicknames for our our teams really well the female teams anyway and yeah. then coming into the squad um I thought I kind of knew everyone's name on my first day because I, I literally got off a flight on a Sunday and I was into training on a Monday and I kind of tried to get to know everyone's names before landing in Australia and then in training I remember it was really uh funny everybody started calling each other by their nickname so I was completely lost again <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I I didn't really pick up too many nicknames because I suppose, yeah, I um, Jenny is already my shortened name, so thankfully that's that's all the ones I had. That's <laughs> short and sharp. That's nice. Uh, any does Scotty have any coach's pet that you feel that he had? Oh, that's a tricky one. <laughs> coach's pet. I'm gonna say Paris Paris McCarthy. McCarthy. Yeah. Okay. I've heard Clory yeah. Malloy a few times. Is that is that accurate? Um, definitely. Yeah. I think, I think with the two of them. Yeah. So obviously they've had a huge bond because, you know, he's known her for most well, of her yeah. NFL career. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I could see why people would say Claude Malloy. Yeah, definitely. So obviously while you were playing in the scrimmage matches, what type of play would you best describe yourself as? Obviously you mentioned with the Irish girls and you mentioned yourself as well about the speed and agility and everything like that. What type of play would you compare yourself in the style of player? Um, so I was very much learning, learning the sport and kind of finding my feet. Um, I, I started off in the in the kind of key defender role, and that was yeah. more so just to to learn the game. I don't really play a defender role in Ireland. It's more midfield, kind of half forward. Um, so then I gradually made my way out to the midfield, and I was just kind of, I would say, kind of excelling at the the rolling around the midfield in the scrimmage games when I hurt my knee. Um, I guess. Um, I was playing in as a rook, but not necessarily your traditional rook. Um, actually, not at all your traditional rook. I was more of a runner. So I'd be quite a strong, powerful runner. Um, I, my kind of speed and kind of the way I, the speed in which I cover the ground would be uh, one of my strengths. So, um, yeah, not not a traditional rook as such, but playing as an nearly a tall body midfielder. So, yeah, a um, bit, bit, bit disappointed that I never really got to fulfill and kind of see how that how that role was going to evolve. Um, I definitely think I definitely think it was well suited to me. And I feel like it was something that in the next couple of weeks, even after um the game, which I hurt my knee, I, I would say I would have come into my own in that role. But um, unfortunately, yeah, just that sport for you. It is just unfortunate. Can't always unfortunately get everything the right way, hundred percent of the time. What game do you feel, or type of games, or a block of games do you feel got you noticed from playing games in Ireland, then getting the call up to play AFW for the Swamp? Made on their list. It's very hard to pick just like one or one block of games. I think my career, I've I've over 130 appearances for my 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 team here, and I'm a real experienced as leader on my squads. And I think that's probably the reason the this one's kind of went for me. Um, you know, in terms of like just uh the way I go about my business and just kind of building and driving standards. That's kind of so something I've been known for most. Um, 
and then you know producing producing it on the, the field then on the, the big days but yeah I guess it's kind of more so my whole career as opposed to just kind of one or two kind of big games that I've had here I, I would presume that that's probably why Kate and Scott kind of sat down with me this time last year to, to chat with me. Yeah so who would you say some of the players that are the most underrated place in the country can be for the Swans or any of the opposition that you watched, you feel that doesn't get talked about as much, it probably really should in for the years to come. Um, again, I'm going to say, like, when, when you think of underrated, I think it's Tanya Kennedy is kind of one of the ones I would pick out there. Yeah. Again, I just think that she had a phenomenal season and um, probably didn't get half the recognition that she deserved because she, she really... She really, like she marked some of the best players in the competition and in her first season and completely new to the game like you know still learning the rules of it only a couple of months ago and um definitely for her i think on oppositions um yeah it's actually hard it's hard to pick pick out some um for me i i was so involved in just watching my own team and kind of seeing how they progress but um i, I guess lucy mcavoy as well would probably be another one i know she's co-captain and very well established but yeah. I get, again, I think it probably doesn't get all the recognition that she deserves as well because um, she's more of a quiet, um, quiet person and kind of just goes about her business and gets gets things done. Um, but like a huge, huge important uh, leader and a huge important character in our team. Sure. Who loves the limelight, the attention, the camera at the Swans, and they just can't get enough, and they know exactly where the camera is, and they know where, when to celebrate or do something because they know <laughs> the camera. Oh, let me see. Because I've heard, heard and seen some footage of uh, some of the girls trying to scare plays from around the corner in beans. I know Cynthia Hamilton's been scared a few times and a couple others over as well. Yeah, Cynthia. <laughs> Cynthia, I guess, yeah, she would probably be a good character, yeah. She'd be, she'd be good to nominate for that role, yeah. Hmm. Might have kind of be the similar question, but what's something someone does at the club that you cannot stand with? Is it something like that or is there anything else in particular? Gosh, it's really hard to actually pick something that like that. Um, I can't, I can't stand. And oh, I'm like actually, around doing the scaring type oh, of stuff. Bella, yeah. actually, maybe yeah, Bella, Bella scaring people all the time. But I, I wouldn't say I can't stand it. It just uh, gives me a fright yeah. every now and then. <laughs> just when you're least expecting it, maybe at seven a.m. in the morning, she pops around the corner and scares everybody. But yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Any outside of footy interests that you have? Um, I'm actually a qualified primary school teacher, so um, yeah, so I'm actually heading up to, I'm home in Ireland at the moment, so I'm heading up to my own local school that I taught in before I left for Australia, um, yeah. so I'm going up to them today for Christmas fair, so yeah, I'm a, a primary teacher and very passionate about that outside of football. Oh, so that's good. Um, so obviously defenders, they probably don't get recognised as much in the AFLW or AFL as well for that matter, obviously with the the best and fairest entity in the competition is really a midfielders award, and sometimes rucks get recognised in the forwards have their own Coleman Medal Leader Race award. Should the defenders have their own official title of an award, whatever you want to call it, but an official title to some degree? Definitely. Um, I played in the backs for good maybe eight nine weeks um, when I started off, and you get to see firsthand the work that they do and kind of the unselfish work that they do as well. So. Um, definitely there should be something there, whether it be like the the best mothers or the best kind of defensive marks or something like that, that just um, gets them an award. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, because because again, without them, like when I think of our own backline, like they were phenomenal, particularly as the year went on. So yeah, um, they deserve a bit more recognition.
Sure, they definitely do. And I'll wrap it up for a quiz, Jenny. So I really appreciate you coming in now. It's a quiz about your own teammates at the Swans. How well do you think you knew your own teammates? Um, pretty well as the year went on, I guess. Yeah, it, was, it took me a couple of weeks to get to know everybody, but yeah, not too bad, I think, at this stage. So how it would be, there'll be three questions. There's three clues. So what I'll do is I'll give two clues and then you'll have to guess which current teammate or teammate you think it is. Then if you get it wrong, I'll give you one more additional clue and then you have to get on that second attempt. How do you, how do you think, all right? Yeah, we'll give it a go. All right, let's fire away. All right, so question one, the first two clues for player one is they were a defender and they played every week. Who do you think that is? BT, Brendan. Yep, yeah. BT, Brew. Got it, right, that's one for one. Now, I'm just going to add two, no pressure, but I think of – I've probably, I haven't asked every single person I've had on, but I reckon I've asked probably 10 people now and not one person has got any of those three questions wrong. So no pressure, but you've got oh. one. <laughs> but they may have been helped a little bit sometimes. I was going to say, can I, can I get a bit of a pass because I'm Irish and pretty new? <laughs> sure, absolutely. <laughs> Question two. Um, this player loves a goal, is a young rising star. That's the two clues for the question two. Sophia Hurley. Boom. Two for two. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty Very good. good. <laughs> now, um, actually, I'm not going to say why yet. I'm going to mention this at the end. So this last one is this player is a tough player, has played 12 AFLW games currently. That's the two clues for this person. Oh, that could be a tough Might player be for one. anyone. 12 AFLW games. I'm going to go with maybe like... Alice Mitchell? No, right. So here's the final clue, and this might be an easier clue. I probably should have put something different. Um, the final clue is they're Irish. Oh, do you, uh, she's played 12 AFLW? Yes. Oh, must be Tanya then. Tanya again. <laughs> it <Yeah>. is Tanya. <laughs> well done. Didn't, didn't stop. 12 games played. Oh, yeah, sure. I forgot about the finals. Of course. That's right. Well, I mean... My the hint I would have given away is that she was mentioned a few times on you, but then and then I knew would have got it. But then again, yeah, I was still got it. So Jenny, I really appreciate you coming on. All the best in the recovery in the ACL and what's next for you after. I really appreciate you coming on. Thanks very much, Cooper. Thank you.